Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues. From dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out, Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. So in the UK, a bunch of companies just announced that they are onboarding a four-day work week. What do you guys think of that? Stupid. Why is it stupid? (laughs) Let me provide context. I think it's interesting, and I think we fall into a trap, an hour's trap. I'm working 40 hours. I'm working 60 hours. I'm working 30 hours. I'm working whatever it is. And to me, I believe it's more about outcomes. So if you can achieve your outcomes in four days or two days or one day, you should celebrate that. To say, now we're going to say, no, we're going to work four days. Of course, I have lots of questions. Okay. My favorite is doctor's offices. Oh, we're going to schedule between here and here. Well, wait a minute. What if people work? Well, now I have to take off work to go to a doctor's appointment. So is that four-day work going to align with what your customers need? And so I think there's all of these questions that I have that say, how are you ensuring that that four-day week or a five-day week or a seven-day week, or a one-day week is going to align with the outcomes you need to achieve as an organization. Oh, Scott, thank you for your context. <laughs> and I, I want to just say stupid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anybody stuck with you long enough to hear it because it's like, screw this guy, I'm out of here. Because I mean, here's this piece, which I think is just hysterical. It's like a four-day work week is, um, I think, super, super appealing. Um, And we have a lot of manufacturing clients who actually kind of extend that the workday for the week so that they can provide that for um, a bunch of their teammates. And I know that that is something that, I mean, honestly, to have three days off and four days on, you know, that that does sound really appealing to me. And I like your at the same time, your perspective on the fact that, okay, let's, let's kind of talk about the business side of that. So from the human side of that, I absolutely love the idea of being able to have that time for the other things in life that are important to me above and beyond my job. So I, I love that piece of it. And, you know, think about how many folks put in FaceTime. And, you know, my, my deal is I'm supposed to be here 40 hours. And so I fill my 40 hours. What if there was a way that we could encourage people to get the outcomes that they need and to do it in efficient way and effective way, both of those words, right? I don't want to do a sloppy job with that said, how can I do that in a way that is so efficient that truly I don't have to spend 40 hours at work. And for me, it's this piece because I've seen so many people slow down to fill their time versus we never charge by the hour. We always do by the project. If we can get it faster, then we actually make more money. Industry that I know that does this, I think the best are actually mechanics. So mechanics, most 
mechanics, and especially if you go to a, a dealer mechanic, they they have, oh, I have to replace this on the car. That is this many hours, and you're going to pay for this many hours. And if the mechanic can get it done earlier, faster than that, that's gravy. Yeah, and yeah. so there, there's, there's, a, there's a few um, dealers that that I've worked with or I've known and talked to that um, they have a, a push that is, okay, if you can get that done and you get the schedule done, you can go home early and we're going to pay you the same. Now, if you rush to get it done and you don't do it right and you have to do it again, you're going to do it and you're going to do that on your own time. Yep. Okay. And, and they watch this over under and they're constantly looking to say, oh, well, well, that's supposed to take two hours, but most people are taking two and a half. Maybe our, maybe our standard or maybe our target is wrong and we need to adjust that. And so to me, it, it is about the outcomes versus hours. And I think people get so sideways on hours. Yeah. And, and a piece about this, again, are we, are, is this solution, a four-day work week, as compelling as it is, right? Are we actually attacking the real issue? Okay. So, you know, what is this, what is this about? Is this in response to the fact that we have people who are burned out? Is this in response to the fact that we are not being effective in the time period that we are working? I mean, what is that? You know, this is the solution, a four-day work week. What problem is that actually solving? And, and I think there's a piece of that, too. I think it's really hard to have the conversation because so many people are like, yeah, I want it, I want it, I want it. In the end, though, what problem is it solving? So... Is it solving the fact that now I have a day during the week that I can get errands done and I can get other stuff and that gives me more time with family? Is it taking out the wasted excellence in a typical work week for a typical person in a typical kind of job? Is it, you know, what, what problem is it solving? Do you know why this this UK perspective, right? But I do know it's the biggest trial that has ever been tried. Yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be interesting to see the data, but I still don't understand why it is that they decided that this was the solution. They're, and they're they're looking at it from a well being perspective, is what I understand. And, and so again, it's to me, it's not about I, I'm a, I'm against well being. I also think I all think I also believe there's an artificial um, thing that says magically four days will be. So what happens 60 years from now? Are we going to say no, four days is too much and we need to do three? Well, and Scott, what's interesting is if it is coming from a well-being perspective, which I also believe that it is. Okay. We are not actually taking care of the true things that contribute to a person not having well-being. Hours is not necessarily the thing. The hours worked is not the contributor to burnout and workplace anxiety. And so, again, we have a solution that is very compelling, 
but is not really dealing with the foundational issues. It comes back to the science of problem solving and the different, right? Many times we solution versus problem solve. Are we looking at the root cause of this issue or are we saying let's let's slap an idea on there? And it's not saying that it wasn't thought well thought out. I, I do think it will be very interesting to see what the study comes out with. And I mean, I would love to see does that shift um, engagement? Well, here's the piece. Does it shift engagement and does it shift where you are on that wellness or that burnout continuum in yes. that particular space. I will say that the, the research around burnout that is really done, um, you know, that really is kind of cited all the time, which is Maslach's work um, in this particular spot, it really doesn't talk about the number of hours that a human being is working. It talks a lot more about the environment with which in they are working, not the number of hours that they are working. And so it, from that standpoint, if the research of this, if it comes back and it says, no, it has something to do with ours, that will be interesting. But right now, I, I think those two things are not aligned. I very much agree. I also think about, okay, you're going to do this for six months. And what if the data says it's no good? What's, what is the impact to the, all of those people? So I think it's 70,000 people or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. sorry. Hey, thanks sorry. for playing. Sucks to be you back to five days. Have a good time. <laughs> See you later. Right. Well, from a scientific perspective, how come they're not doing a six day work week? <laughs> Compare and contrast. Well, because no one would say yes to that. Like I'll volunteer for the six days. Right. In that particular case. But I mean, truly, I mean, it kind of is going to feel like going back to the workplace at, after staying home in COVID right? We kind of got fat and lazy and got to wear our stretchy pants at home and didn't have to like have be at work at a certain time and all that kind of stuff. And as we're asking people to come back into the workplace, you're seeing a lot of people who are resistant of that. I think it will be interesting at the end of this study to see if they're like, no, I like my four-day work week. You told me I can have it. Don't take it away from me. Um, and so that also, that fallout could be interesting in that spot. It'll be fun to watch. I think in the end, I believe it's about getting the outcomes and managing that. And then, I mean, it is about doing work you enjoy and doing work with the people you enjoy working with. I think now not every organization can do this, but in organizations where you can, to have the flexibility to allow people who are faster to get those that work done and get that work outcome to let them go. And for folks who are more methodical and they want to be more careful about that and take their time, that's fine. In, and have the flexibility as an organization to allow for both instead of wow. these hard yeah. and fast and rules about eight to five. And the reality is most can do that there's just some roles that you have to have coverage. Correct. Right. You think police, fire, um, doctors, centers, customer oh. service centers, right? Well, and again, you, you could vary those hours and be oh. available less. That, that's just you a decision. 
but you still have coverage that you have to have hours that you have to put in. We could decide how many hours and that's a whole nother situation. But ultimately there are some organizations that when you're done, you're done, you can go home. And in some other places, because there are customer expectations, we actually have to be there at certain time periods to meet those customer expectations. So yeah, I think it's going to be fascinating to see what happens. Well, we should talk about this again in six to 10 months when the study comes out. And that wraps up this week's episode of the leadership line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in the podcast description box or reach out to us on LinkedIn also in our podcast description box. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.